the laws of sowing and reaping. How many of you heard of that before? How many of you use that term? You know, last week we talked about learning how to walk in the Spirit. And uh, as Christians, we always face the battle in our souls between our flesh and God's Spirit. And depending on which controls our life determines the quality of our life. In Galatians 5.16, it says, I, I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. You know, really, our biggest battle is within ourselves, and that's our flesh that wants, that fights and opposes what the Spirit wants, right? Paul makes it very clear if you want a liberating, powerful Christian life, you have to learn how to walk in the Spirit. So today I want to talk about the laws of sowing and reaping. And towards the end of uh, Paul's letter to the Galatians, as he was encouraging the Galatians in chapter 6, he pens these powerful words in verse 7. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please the sinful nature from the nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit from that spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So now here in Galatians, Paul gives us the laws of sowing and reaping. And God has established um, uh, laws in our universe, right? And our entire universe uh, involves these laws. There's the law of physics, the law of mathematics, the law of chemistry, the law of nature. And then there's spiritual laws. We get our natural laws from studying nature, and we get our spiritual laws from studying God's Word. And just as gravity is a law that can't be overcome, God's spiritual laws can't be overcome. And uh, there are spiritual laws that can rule our eternal lives, right? And our spiritual lives. The laws of sowing and reaping are not only natural laws, but there are spiritual laws. The laws of sowing and reaping have the ability to affect the quality of your life. And if you understand this principle, it makes you think twice about how you live your life. The laws of sowing and reaping have the ability to impact every area of your life, your finances, your relationships, uh, you know, everything. Everything in your in your life, your gifts, your talent, your health, everything. The law of sowing and reaping. And so the Bible gives us several spiritual laws of sowing and reaping that if we apply will help us. And so I want to unpack those. I think I have seven here. The first law of sowing and reaping is everything in life starts with a seed. How many of you know that? Every human life as well as everything on the planet, it all started with a seed. Every invention, every... Every building built, every business that's up and running now, it started with a seed thought somewhere. In Genesis 1.11, God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds, and it was so. I'm sure you heard the old cliche, anybody can count the seed in an apple, but only God knows the number of apples in a seed. Amen? A seed has exponential potential. You can take one seed planted in the ground, that seed grows into a giant tree which produces fruit 
that have other seeds, right? And those seeds, if, pl- if they planted, creates more trees, which creates more fruit, which creates more seeds, which can create hundreds and thousands more trees. Over thousands of years, you can have an entire forest that begins with one single seed. You get that? Zechariah 4.10 says, who has despised the day of small things? You know, a, a redwood tree, have you heard of those guys? They grow to be 380 feet tall. I've never seen them, but I hear, I saw pictures where whenever they want to do a road through the mountains, this is Northern California, they'll run the road through the trunk of the tree. That's how big it is. You know, that big old tree started with a seed, amen? And those big, great trees begin as a tiny, dinky speck of a seed, and they become this massive tree. The power of a seed. You can plant seeds, right? Nothing happens until the seed is planted. And our job is just to start planting good seeds and worry about uh, the outcome. Leave the outcome up to God. Just plant seeds. Amen. Just start planting spiritual seeds. And before you know it, you might have a forest. In Job 8, 7, it says, though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. And so, listen, you can't, you can't get frustrated when you, everybody's got to start somewhere. Amen. And you know, sometimes people come into church and they say, Todd, I don't know the Bible. I don't know. That. Just start planting some seeds. And before you know it, you're going to be an oak of righteousness planted in the house of the Lord. Amen. The second law of sowing and reaping is whatever I sow is what I reap. How many of you know that? Sowing and reaping is the law of, of uh, reproduction. Genesis 1.12 says the earth brings forth vegetation, plants yielding seed after their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in them after their kind. In the natural law of agriculture, what you put in the ground is what you're going to get, right? And so if I plant corn, I'm going to reap. If I plant beans, I'm going to reap. I can't expect to plant corn and get beans, right? Apple trees bear apples, not pears. What you plant is what you get. Sowing and reaping works either positively or negatively in your life depending on what you're planting in your life, right? Sowing and reaping can work either positively or it can work negatively. Galatians 6, 7 says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. In other words, don't kid yourself. No one makes a fool of God and plants bad seeds and gets a good harvest. Come on, I need a better amen. You will reap exactly what you plan in your life. Whatever, whatever you dish out in your life is what you're going to get back. Amen. And so some people's like, I don't know why I get treated that way. Well, maybe you're planting the wrong seeds. Just a thought. Amen. How many of you know you can't sow irresponsibility and become a success in life? I cannot sow laziness and be rewarded in life. I cannot sow stinginess and expect people to be generous to me. A man reaps what he sows. If I sow the seeds of kindness and mercy and love towards others, I'm going to receive that back. It's going to reciprocate back to me. Amen? And so listen, it doesn't matter whether somebody knows what I'm doing or hears or sees. I'm planting my own garden. You're planting your own garden. 
So you have to think about that. Whether somebody sees or knows what's going on in your life or not, you are planting seeds, and whatever you plant, you're going to reap. Amen? Now, it's our choice whether we're going to reap sinful fruit or spiritual fruit in our lives. It's our choice. Galatians 6, 8 says, the one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap. What's the Bible say? The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap what? Eternal life. If you plant to the spirit, you're going to reap eternal life. Like it, Life is like planting a garden and we decide what kind of fruit we're going to have in our garden. Amen. It's a spiritual principle that, that you find all through the scripture. You remember, uh, Jacob. He was a cheat. He was a deceiver. He cheated his brother. He deceived his dad. And then in order to get the firstborn blessing. Remember that? You know what happened later? Joseph's father-in-law deceived him, cheated him out of his wife. He reaped what he sowed. You remember in the book of Esther, there was a man named Haman who hated Jews, and he tried to kill all the Jews in Persia. And he particularly hated a Jew named Mordecai. So he had some gallows built to have Mordecai hung on the gallows. That was his plan. But you know what happened? Mordecai sowed some good seeds, spiritual seeds, and God turned things around for Mordecai, and Haman was the one who hung on those gallows. Amen? It's a picture of sowing and reaping. So here's the point. If you want to, if you want to reap God's favor and blessing on your life, you have to plant the right seeds in your life. Amen. The law of sowing and reaping. You have to quit sowing seeds to please your sinful nature and you have to start sowing seeds to please God. Amen. The third law of sowing and reaping is this. I always reap in a different season than from when I sow. There is no such thing as instant success. You know, they said, man, he was a success overnight. No, you have no idea what he's been doing for the last 40 years. He was an instant success in your eyes, but we have no idea what they went through, right? So a farmer doesn't go to harvest his crop the day after he plants his crop, right? But plants his seed the next day, he's like, where's the harvest? A former knows in the natural that you can't plant seeds and expect harvest the next day. And when you plant seeds, you got to know that you can't do the right thing today and expect to have the harvest tomorrow. It takes time to grow fruit. It takes time and maturity before a plant starts producing fruit. And all the gardeners said, so here's the, here's the point. It takes time to see spiritual fruit in our lives. It takes time to grow in wisdom. It takes time to grow spiritually. It takes time to learn how to walk with God. That doesn't happen. You can't get that through Wendy's fast drive through Amen? It doesn't work like that. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 2 says, For everything there's a season, a time for every activity um, under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to, har- to harvest. Remember, fruit ripens slowly. And all the former said, amen. Now, let me ask you something. All right, I'm going to mess with you today. How many of you would like, would rather a vine-ripened tomato or one that's been ripened by gassing it and putting heat lamps on it? How many of you would take a a vine-ripened tomato any day of the week, right? 
And by the way, if you don't know, you, there's a difference. I, I just tell you that. Nothing is better than a homegrown tomato with some cucumbers on the side. Amen. Come on. How many of you are hungry? See, Todd, in this, pre, in this sermon right now, brother. Amen. So it takes time. So you gotta, you know, you gotta keep planting seed. You know, uh, last month, Tiny and I had the privilege of, 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 uh, of being a part and officiating a wedding for a young lady that had waited for God's gift to her for 35 years. Man, I wanted to do cartwheels for her. She, her harvest came in. Amen. And so listen, I want you to know that God is not an instant coffee maker. He's not a vending machine or a slot machine where you put in a little and something all of a sudden comes out and you get whatever you want. Are y'all with me out there? You cannot just attend church one Sunday, pray one prayer, read your Bible for a week, and expect God's glory to rest on you. You got to plant some seeds. Amen. But be encouraged. You have to know that while you're waiting for God to bring that harvest, he's working. Amen. He's working in your life because what you plant is what you reap, right? What you sow is what you reap. And so if you plant good seeds, spiritual seeds, when nobody's looking, if you do the right thing, you start treating people right. You start loving people, acting like a Christian, whether you're in church or out of church. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to have a forest of blessings and favor in your life. Amen. Come on, if you believe that, say amen. Amen. But you got to be patient, right? We must also remember, though, you can't plant bad seeds and expect a crop failure. Galatians 6, 7 says this, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. You know, in other words, you can't plant bad seeds and get a good crop. If you plant bad seeds, you're going to reap a bad crop. So you have to remember that. That every, with every action, there's a reaction. With everything we do, something happens. And so we got to be cognizant of that. You probably heard the saying, Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death. But have you heard this? You probably heard this saying, sin will take you further than you intended to go. Sin will keep you longer than you want to stay and cost you more than you can afford to pay. Remember that? Remember Samson, you know, he took the Nazarite vow and that he was going to live his life separated unto God. Then he started making little compromises. He started sowing bad seeds. Remember, Samson is the guy that had enormous strength, that was doing these incredible things. And then all of a sudden, through one compromise after a compromise, he planted bad seed after bad seed, lost his locks, his hair. He lost his strength, and he ended up dying. It's a picture of what happens. You can't plant bad seeds and expect a good crop. Amen? And so we have to remember, we always reap in a different season than we sow. And some people think, man, I went and did that, and I got away with it. No, you didn't get away with it. See, that's what you got to realize. You can't sin and overcome the law of the wages of sin is death. 
You're going to reap that in your life. Amen? Now, God forgives, but, you know, there are people that are forgiven that are spending a lifetime in prison because of what they did. Amen? And so we got to understand that there's these laws of sowing and reaping are powerful. The fourth law of sowing and reaping is this. I always reap more than I sow. This is a good one, right? Again, this is true when we sow good seeds or bad seeds, though. You will always reap more than you sow. This is the principle of multiplication. If I plant one kernel of corn into the ground, I don't get one kernel of corn back, right? Do I? No. I get a corn stalk. And on that corn stalk, I get multiple ears of corn with hundreds of kernels. Amen? Come on. How many of you feel the spirit right now? Amen. This is the exponential power of the seed principle that God established in the universe. You always get more or reap more than you plant or you put into it. Amen? And that's why, listen, you know, I encourage people that are walking with God. Listen, come on, keep planting good seeds. Keep planting good seeds because one day your, your crop is going to, is going to ripen. Your harvest is going to come in and you're going to be, you're going to be amazed at the fruit that's around your life. Amen. But you can't just plant one day, one week, one month, one year and then give up. You got to be a patient farmer and keep sowing. Amen. But listen, but not all seeds we plant bear the same amount of fruit. Have you ever planted some seed and no, nothing came up? If you've been a farmer for a while, you've had that experience. In the parable of the saws, Jesus points out this concerning sowing and reaping. In Mark 4, 8, he said, still other seeds. You know, it's the parable where he talks about the farmer scattering seeds. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they sprouted, grew and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. You know what he's saying here? I think, not all seeds or plants bear the same amount of fruit. And so some will produce a 30-fold increase, a 60-fold increase, and a 100-fold increase. Listen, the kind of soil seeds are planted in matter. Have you ever tried to plant seeds on rocks? Only weeds grow there. Weeds, weeds grow anywhere, right? I mean, weeds grow on my bricks. And I can't get a tomato plant to grow, right? I mean, man, Jesus said, you really create weeds, right? But how many of you know that, listen, the kind of soil makes all the difference in the world. And so, have you ever sowed seeds of money or time or emotional energy into someone or into something and it didn't get a very good return? On your investment. Don't look around. Just raise your hand if you ever did that. Just say, yes, yes, I've done that, right? And so, you know, listen, I'm sure we all have. That's why we need to pay attention to the kind of soil we're sowing our seeds into. It's fertile soil that produces increase. Next week, next month, we're starting a series on serving. You know, they've got, they've got great agencies out there. They do a lot of great works. But you know what? The best place to, to sow seeds is in the kingdom of God. Amen? Because listen, they got people doing stuff out there, but they're doing it for their own, their own glory, their own uh, applaud, you know. But listen, 
We need to serve. We need to do good deeds for the kingdom and for the glory of God. Amen. To God be the glory, right? Amen. And that's why we need to pay attention to what we're doing in our life because of the laws of sowing and reaping. The fifth law of sowing and reaping is this. I can increase my harvest by planting more seeds. This is the law of proportion. The law of proportion says we always reap in proportion to what we sow. If I sow a bunch of seeds, I will get a bunch of crops, right? If I sow a little bit, I'm going to get a little bit. If I sow no seeds at all, I will get no crops at all, right? You know, you can, you know, if you don't save anything, whenever you get old, you're going to have nothing, right? This is true. Financial giving, tithing, kindness, love, gifts, talents. I can increase my harvest by planting more seeds. Second Corinthians 9, 6, Paul said this to the Corinthians. Remember this. Well, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will reap generously. Each man should give what he's decided and is hard to give, but not reluctant or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Now, this particular passage happens to be talking about money as a seed, but it's more than just about money. How many of you know that's true? It's in every area of your life. If you want to increase your harvest, you got to be willing to plant more seeds. Uh, I, I didn't ask permission, so I'm not going to, you know, say, but there's a brother in this church right here that planted a garden this year. And he was telling me the story. He went to the feed store to buy some plants. And he said, uh, you know, I'll take that tray right there of cucumber plants, and I'll take that tray right there of watermelon plants. And and the lady looking at her said, you want all of this tray, or you just like want one pack, like four? No, I want the whole tray. So he took the whole tray home, and he planted them. Come on, how many of you know he's got a harvest right now, right? <laughs> he's like, I, I just thought it plant, you plant one, you get a crop. Plant two, you get a lot of crop, right? And so it's the law of generosity. And like gravity will work for anybody and everybody. If you want to receive a great harvest, plant a lot of seeds. Amen. Proverbs 11.24 says, The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Amen. The sixth law of sowing and reaping is this. The time to start planting is right now. Aujourd'hui. If you know French, that means today, right? Why start planting now? Because nothing happens until the seed's planted. And so don't wait for a better time. The sooner the better. You know, the thing about these laws of sowing and reaping, you know, it's like, man, once you understand it, that you can, you can create your garden. You can, you can create the harvest in your life. If you understand this, every day is an opportunity to plant. And by the way, every day we do plant, we just need to pay attention to what we're planting. And so listen, you can't go march on down there to Walmart and go to pay and that little lady messes up your ticket and it gives you an extra five minutes on your schedule and you laid into her, light her up with choice words and get in your little truck and drive down the road and not expect to get a harvest on treating people like that. Come on, are y'all with me out there? 
You see, listen, Pastor Todd might have not saw, but the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords saw. So listen, so, you know, it's like, don't wait for somebody that sees you for you to, you know, line up. Come on, quit sowing bad seeds and sow good seeds so your harvest can get greater and greater and greater. The time to plant is now. Amen. Like the law of compounded interest, planting good seeds is the single most powerful force on the planet. Though it may start small, it grows exponentially. Amen? The sooner you start planting seeds, the sooner you're going to start reaping the harvest. Amen? Ecclesiastes 11.6 says, Do your planting in the morning and in the evening too. You never know whether it will all grow well or whether one plant will do better than the other. We should be planting good seeds all the time and everywhere we go, scatter good seeds of generosity and goodwill everywhere we go because we're planting and planting and planting. Amen. So every day, just, just look, just think of yourself like this. You're a farmer and you have this bag around your waist. This is the way it was in biblical times and they had seeds in their pouch and they, this is what Jesus was talking about and they, grab a handful of seeds, and then they scatter it. And they grab a handful of seeds, and they scatter it. And they grab a handful of seeds, and they scatter it. And then they go to bed, and they wait till harvest time, and there's their crop. You and I are like farmers. We got a pouch around our way, spiritually speaking. And every day, we're grabbing a handful of seeds, and we're either sowing to the sinful nature, or we sow into the Spirit of God. And if we learn to sow to the Spirit of God and quit sowing seeds to the sinful nature, the, the seeds that are planted spiritually are going to overtake the weeds of sinful nature, and we're going to have fruit, abounding fruit, vine-ripened tomatoes. Amen? Amen. Come on, how many of you received this this morning? Ask yourself, how can I plant in other people's lives today? You know, the truth is some people, they're not looking to plant trees. They're looking for which fruit can I grab off of another person's tree? And they live their life looking to pick other people's fruit. Well, come on. That's not the principle of the kingdom of God. That's another principle of another kingdom. And we ain't part of that kingdom. We're part of the kingdom of God. Amen. So let's plant our own seeds, get our own crop, have our own fruit so we can be blessed and be a blessing to others everywhere we are. So sow seeds of kindness, sow seeds of love, sow seeds of generosity, sow seeds of, of, of goodness and graciousness and joy, sow seeds everywhere you go, everywhere you go. Be a farmer that sows great seeds and a great harvest is coming your way. Amen. Come on, y'all receive this. 2 Corinthians 9.10 says, For God who gives seed to the farmer to plant and later on good crops to the harvest and eat will give you more and more seed to plant and will make it grow so that you can give away more and more fruit from your harvest. Come on, you got to be blessed before you can be a blessing. You got to have joy before you can give joy. You got to have love before you can give love. Come on, you got to have peace before you can give peace. Come on, you got to have some moolah in your pocket before you can help somebody and give somebody some moolah. Amen? you got to be blessed before you can be a blessing. Amen? But where does the source of seeds come from? 
God is the source of our seeds. Amen? The farmer gets his seed from God. Where do we get our seeds to plant? From God. The more you give, the more you'll get back. It's the law of the harvest. Isn't this good stuff? Wow. Would you do me a favor and stand with me? Let's close in prayer. The seventh law of sowing and reaping, we've run out of time, but it takes time to see the fruit of your work. It takes time. You've got to be patient. Don't give up while you're waiting for your harvest to come in. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not grow weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. That's a promise from God. If you keep sowing the right seeds, you will reap a harvest, God says. But the condition is, don't give up. You can't give up. And I think sometimes we just give up. We give up too soon. We say, man, I've been, you know, I've been serving God now for one week. Well, come on now. <laughs> don't give up. Don't give up. Amen. You got to keep on keeping on. You know, I love when you walk around and you see these these elderly people that have been walking with the Lord for 50, 60 year, years, and you see the glory of God on them. You see the fruit of the Lord on them. You see the peace of God, the joy. Come on, are y'all with me out there? And here I am, like, you know, like ADD, you know, and they just like, it's all good, you know. Come on, how many of you want to be like that, that, that tree planted in, in the house of the Lord? And when you grow old, you're going to have great abounding fruit just, just oozing out of your cells. Amen? Amen. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father, to take responsibility for our garden and plant the right seeds. Father, I pray that you would give us the grace of to begin sowing the seeds in the kingdom of God by the Spirit of God. You know, the greatest seed you could ever plant is your life. Surrendering your life to Christ. In fact, John 12 says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. The man who loves his life will lose it. The man who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. The greatest seed you can plant is your life, surrendering your heart to Jesus. I don't know if you've ever done that. Christianity is more about going to church. It's about receiving the forgiveness of God by willing, being willing to say, Lord, I've sinned. Would you forgive me? And you're willing to change your mind, change your attitude, and turn away from a sinful way of living and turn to God. If you're here today with everybody else praying, I want to pray for you, a special prayer. If that's you today, would you just lift your hand? Would you just lift your hand this morning and say, Todd, would you pray for me? Thank you, sir. I see your hand way back here. Anybody else? Just hold your hand up. 
Just hold your hand up. And it's you saying, I want to plant a good seed today. I want to plant my life. Thank you. I see a child right over here raising their hand. Anybody, anybody else right here, ma'am? I see your hand. Sir, right here. Thank you. Thank you for... Come on. You're making a good choice today. You're choosing that seed. Ma'am, I see your hand right here. You're making the right choice today. You're choosing to give your life, to plant your life in the kingdom of God. Now, those of you that raised your hand, we're going to pray this prayer together. But just pray it from your heart sincerely and say, Lord Jesus... Thank you for dying on the cross, for shedding your blood, for sowing your life by being crucified so that my sins could be forgiven. I ask you today to cleanse me, to wash me, to forgive me. Lord Jesus, I surrender to you. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me into your family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless all of you that raised your hands. There's a card in the pew that says, I made a decision. If you'll take time to fill that out, bring it in the lobby. We have a gift for you, a Bible for you. We're not going to harass you. We would just want to give you some tools to, to start this great journey. How many of you, how many of you ready to go sow in today? Come on, you're a farmer. Go sow some good seeds. Before you leave today, sow some good seeds. Amen. Lord, may the favor and blessing of the Lord be upon the people of God today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed.